0: Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers in cults. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Wiat tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process, and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes.
1: In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, Please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it, is it real? Are think, we on? Are we I live? Think, I think so. I can hear your phone notifications.
0: This is <laughs> so much. You know
1: what? I understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it?
0: I don't
1: know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. You
0: know? And and this kind of goes goes back to I mean, however we want to talk about it, whether it's um, the natural man or ego or this inner dialogue voice, in my opinion, it is never about completely cutting out these parts of you because yeah. that implies that they have nothing good to say. Mm-hmm. There is always, maybe not always, but there, especially when they are so loud, there is always a place for these perspectives that they should be listened to, but that they should be listened to with a grain of salt or with an understanding that they do, that they might not have all of the information. And that kind of goes back to like words and Mm -hmm. what this word truth has been coming up because what is it? What is truth? Exactly. (laughs) It is so subjective. The definition of truth is so incredibly subjective. And if this inner dialogue voice believes that everyone is out to get you as truth, then, Mm -hmm. and you believe that voice, then you will live that way. Yes. But, it just depends on what your definition of truth mm-hmm. is. And I think, especially with words like that, there is no one definition, let alone for any one person, but let alone for any one situation. Yep. Or, you know, like, and I think that's, like, that idea of permanence is what has been defined as safety. Yes. And that like Clear, inflexibility. Walls. Yes. Yeah. Of course that's safe because <laughs> nothing changes and yep. we're just I mean, let's look at a casket for a uh, for a corpse. Like that is what is safe. Yeah. For the afterlife. Yeah.
1: Keeps everything out and, and you
0: in. But it's so unnatural. in my yeah. opinion, in my opinion it's so unnatural. It needs so to go unnatural. back to the earth. But I agree. I digressed. Um it it, it goes back to language. It goes mm-hmm. back to what is what is being defined how, mm-hmm. and I don't believe that cutting out these parts of us is necessarily the answer.
1: Yes, agreed. I mean, I think it's impossible, like that's that is that is one of the things that I'm learning is that you can't get rid of it. That's not the point, that that's never not was the, the point, point. Yes. but you've been taught that that's the point. It, you, it, it it's You can't get rid of it. You have to inform it, you know, alter it, uh, learn where it's coming from, learn its perspective, change what it's saying, but you can't get rid of it. Kind of snowballing off of
0: needing to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. I was taking it as like the body or like, um, the self, like taking care of the self. Yeah. Okay. I was um, thinking
1: inner dialogue, but I love that we have. Well, we well, can hear different things from the same statement. And anyway, I just think that's cool. Anyways. So. Well,
0: as like we are cultivating a healthy inner dialogue ah, now, but yeah. in in the world where inner dialogue is the policing of a toxic narrative, mm-hmm. right? Um, that that idea of that we need to cut it out or like suppress it it I took as the body. So like mm-hmm. the quote-unquote natural man. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. and Which it, is what
0: we were taught growing up in church. Yeah. And I was listening to the podcast Mormons on Mushrooms, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how they made the connection that the natural man is sold as an enemy to God, but also an enemy to Satan, so the natural man is just an enemy to fucking everyone, <laughs> yeah. and just needs to die. I mean, it like yeah. uh, not to escalate it. Trigger warning, but like I took that as my body just needs to die, and and yeah. that's and in that language, in that lack of language, in that lack of clarification, in that vagueness, messages and like yes. Narratives yes. like that come out, mm-hmm. in getting that implication that this thing that we're inhabiting, yeah, <laughs> that is very much a part of the only reason why we're he- quote unquote here or whatever wherever here is. Yeah, we need to suppress it and cut it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the only way to do that is to get rid of me. It's so. Still Mm -hmm. not have a body. Well, what does
0: that look like? It doesn't look like anything.
1: (laughs) And that's the danger of those, those types of, of exactly what you're talking about. Those because I'm thinking about, um, you know, how we're taught in, at least in Pentecostal religion, it's like our worth only comes from God. So we, as humans are worthless. We have no worth from front. We came from dust. We'll return to dust. We are nothing. Yeah. But Jesus in us gives us worth. But that, see, I understand. I know that two truths can exist at the same time. I understand that concept now. Yeah. Um, and I understand that it is also relative. And that is also subjective to a lot of things. As a child growing up, you don't understand that concept in any capacity. That's, that's a concept that's difficult to comprehend. Yep. So you, like you really only one of those things can be true. I can either be, I can, so... I can be perfect. Jesus is perfect and Jesus in me is perfect. So I can either be perfect or I'm worthless. Well, I know I'm not perfect because I'm queer. That was my thing. Yeah. I'm I'm queer. I I'm at the time I was attracted to only individuals of the same, you know, same sex. Mm-hmm. Coming from my understanding at that point and my language at that at that point in my life, just FYI. Um uh uh, at that time I identified as male and I was attracted to other people that identified as male so that was my barrier so I couldn't be perfect and even with Jesus was in me Um, um so the only other option was to be worthless and if I'm worthless I'm not needed anywhere in any capacity because my mind I don't know if this is a neurodivergent thing or if this is just a child thing or if this is whatever but like everything, my my worthlessness was, was applicable to everything. My relationships, my family, my job, my everything. So if I was either worth something or I was worthless, and if I was worthless, I was worthless in every capacity.
0: No, that's called perfectionism. Okay. And it is, it is so riddled, it is literally in everything because it is very much sold as an all or nothing. Mm-hmm. It is... If you are not perfect, then you are not perfect, and therefore you are nothing. Like, it in escalates. All in all aspects, mm-hmm. period. No questions asked. And it and that, even as adults, but let alone as a child who is, like, whatever this means to you, but is not literally able to comprehend big concepts like this, yes. mm-hmm. let alone... Uh, I don't know it's like hard enough as an adult but as a child like there is no hope there's no hope in seeing through that
1: bullshit especially when being in religion and we are taught that um, everything exists in absolutes yeah there wasn't gray area in religion there was black or white. Yep. There right it was or wrong. right or wrong. There yep. was Jesus or Satan. That was it. Those were the only yeah. options. And um, so if if everything existed in extremes, if everything existed in absolutes, then that every concept did as well. So there wasn't any room for the belief that well. You know, like I'm not perfect, but I'm also not worthless. There was nothing in the middle. There was no. abs- we were not taught to believe there was anything in the middle. No, everything exists in an absolute. So, it 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 really bothers me when, you know, people who people try to teach the concepts of like love the sinner hate the sin. Uh, those, can, It's like, that's not how life works. You cannot yeah. teach those things. You cannot believe those things. That's why it's, you know, like you, like you can't. The, the like f-
0: let's examine sin instead. Let's talk yeah. about the concept of sin and who is defining sin instead. Mm-hmm. I would and, rather define yeah.
1: that. And also like, let's, let's change our perspective. Let's change our foundation. Are people, is everyone valid and accepted and loved unconditionally by God? Is that the truth that you're believing then come from that perspective first and everything is subjective to that why is it that that the perspective is everything is everyone's worthless and sin permeates everything and we're going to try to build up from that foundation we're going to try to stack onto that that's like which one because it can't be both like in a few things in life it can't be both And, and and the thing i'm kind of thinking is like you can't you can't you know, th- this during the trump era during the trump you know <laughs> presidency there's a lot of like well i su- i am you know, a trump supporter but i still love the gays no you cannot support someone who would rather see all people who are queer be gone from this planet yeah. but then also say you love queer people no it doesn't work like that there are few absolutes in this life that's one of them you cannot it cannot be both ways
0: yeah and you know you're talking about a very
1: absolute
0: place of um, like an extreme in this culture of exclusion versus inclusion, mm-hmm. or no versus yes, or um, we grow through the barrier of sin instead of being perfect, or mm-hmm. you know, without sin, or there is no sin, yeah, pff, mind blown. Yeah, it, let's then going to our second question, move on to this crazy idea of what would happen if language was used as a powerful or a positive powerful force. What if... Oh, yeah. What if... What if Mm -hmm. people's pronouns were respected? That was just a thing. What if we talked about... Consent. What if we talked about emotions? Like, what if we included those stories yeah. that are controversial?
1: And, and I don't know. No, I don't know. Yes, I exactly. <laughs> the last couple of weeks when I was um, when I was when I was here, one of the things I talked about is that language is incredibly powerful for positive and negative, and that we have the power to alter reality and we do that by changing so pronouns is a great example we start normalizing asking for people's pronouns yeah um, and then using them appropriately and using them correctly we start normalizing that now it literally changes the next generation's reality the people so children that are born if if it's normalized people that are born into an uh, into an environment where it is normalized their reality is that Asking for someone's pronouns is normal. That is how life works. So we ha- So when what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? You have the power of language, not spoken language, not verbal. Language, just communication in general, yeah. however that is. Yeah. Um, you have the power of communication of language. You can alter someone's reality in multiple ways. You know, we can alter the reality of you know of our of our world and if so that the future is different but you can also alter someone's direct reality right now by asking for asking them for their pronouns makes them feel valid accepted and safe you have altered their reality
0: yeah yeah and you know it kind of brings me back to what we were talking about last time about gossip Mm -hmm. and how it it super affects how people feel I don't yes. know. It's yeah. such a vague thing, but like how you talk about something affects how someone feels. Yes. Which is so vague, but no. if yep, I mean right. just in a I don't know. This might be a little off the wall of an example, but if if someone didn't understand the concept of like watching someone or um I, are you are you familiar with the with the concept of the male gaze? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Or like body watching. I don't and know. And you were
1: talking about the consent to be observed. Yeah. Like, like observing yeah. someone in a particular manner, usually sexual without their permission or consent. You yeah.
0: Know? Even I mean, and even if the intention isn't of a sexual nature, it's still that like if I'm wearing tight clothing, that's assuming that people are going to watch my body. Well, that's rape culture. Mm-hmm. And and not talking about that. Or like so going back to if someone doesn't understand this concept of that observing someone's body like they don't understand that simply looking at someone makes them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. right yeah it's so understandable that that isn't that that's hard to understand but i don't know this i i don't even know where this goes with language <laughs> i just have
1: things to say can you tell um i i think i mean where i what i was taking from that thank you please. was <laughs> that um that this these concepts this concept if someone understands this is how i was kind of observing and kind of where i was going to go with it if someone understands the concept if we use language and communication to communicate to a child to anyone that that consent starts with observation like consent is uh, something consent is something that yeah. exists it is you do it you always ask for it and if you teach a child like don't observe do not observe people as sexual objects do not observe them in ways that you don't have consent to observe them how that's going to change how they interact with it like if they understand that as a concept and they operate from that concept and they have been communicated that 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 there's a proper way to observe someone how much is that going to change how they interact with someone how they talk to someone how they how they do or do not touch someone without their permission oh my God. like boundaries personal space all of that like that's what i'm talking about yes. when you can alter someone's reality with language
0: yes thank you because let's just throw in another filter of like if that person being obser- observed is trans then they are yes. questioning is that person observing me as a man or a woman mm-hmm. or neither or both or are they observing me because they're afraid? What if I'm going to get beat up? Like yes. all of these things that it escalates. It's a hyper vigilance that, yes. that yeah, observing might not be such a big deal, whatever, but the effect of that, observation is so much deeper than you might realize and 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 that and that is like the deeper meaning of talking about it and you know like yes thank you
1: and so when we're talking about like kind of going back to what we talked about at the beginning like why do we do this this is a lot of work but why do we do it why do we break down the nuances of language? Why do we talk about, why are we having a conversation about consent about our reservation? Because trans, non-binary, queer people in general, a lot of, like, we live every single day with the symptoms of trauma like hypervigilance. Every single person I encounter on the street feels like a threat I was I was right. recently I was on a walk with someone they nodded and said hi to every single person that we passed not like how conversation was like hey how's it going hey how's it going I never do that I'm I'm eyes down don't make eye contact nothing every single person in my life feels like a threat I'm constantly trying to figure out is that person observing me how are they observing me do I look too feminine in my what do they them? think
0: am I okay by them are we good am I, are
1: they going to beat me up and yeah if, if if like if someone walks up and approaches me my f- not my first thought is not they want to say hi or or i've got toilet paper stuck on my shoe or it's what do they want why what did i do to make them want to beat me up oh, my God. that's that's my first perception of people so why are we talking about this because it's you may not live with this reality but we are yeah. we are living with this reality like every single day every single moment of our lives this is our reality and we're asking you to do something as simple as <laughs> not learn. look at us not look at us like <laughs> don't change, look at me learn how to like learn how to use pronouns or to ask for pr- yeah. like it's not like we're asking you to do the bare minimum so that the so that people's realities can be changed yeah people shouldn't have to live in that world of, of being a f- that every single person that they walk down the street is a potential threat that's not a world that anyone should have to live in yeah and we have the ability to change it yeah everyone you know we do like it's again, Um, we have the ability we have the choice yeah no i mean i do want to clarify that we are not putting the responsibility of change on the people who have experienced the abuse like no the, the victim should not be the one no creating change and i said something we've talked about it i think but i i i um repeated or coined or whatever a phrase that existence does not equal activism so being someone yes. or something or having symptoms does not automatically mean you have to like actively work on changing it. Yep. Like, it, You have to come from yep. whatever safe and, and comfortable and healing for you. And if that's activism, great. If it's just if it's, existing, it's whatever just that existing, looks like, that's great. also. Yeah. So yeah. the pressure for change is not on the victim ever or the minority or the, 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 the person who's experiencing the, the trauma.
0: But, but, in that we all have the ability to change our perspectives.
1: Our lives, yes.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. And that includes the oppressors. They have the ability to change their perspective. They might not choose to believe that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's really important because and this is like so I might have I might have shared this therapy session. And I'm uh, really quick. Um, but one of the really, like, toxic inner dialogue um, people, parts in my brain that was that, like, suppressor and, like, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. They think this about you. That They had a very, like, they had a lot to protect me from. Yeah. But they were one of those people that are like I don't I don't mean to like demonize a general kind of person but just this old ass white ass fucking trumper of an asshole like just had nothing good to say about anyone and you know that that person has hurt too and it's really impossible to see that especially Mm -hmm. as a victim Mm -hmm. especially if you're still a victim like as a current you know and that's why i'm not like these people are hurting so you know we need to like i am not saying that no but in the same way that we cannot cut out these really toxic voices their voices should not be cut out either because yes. they have hurt that needs to be addressed too. Yes. It is not being dealt with mm-hmm. in a healthy way by oppressing people. Still, no. it is not being dealt with in a healthy way by trying to manipulate people. No. But recognizing the hurt yes is is a really crucial point in understanding each other
1: yeah that I, and that's all yes, i'm gonna say yes, about no that. and it like you like that's the difference between like um like forgive and forget you know like never I can, forget i can like you like you if you're my abuser you i never have to give you the permission to come back into my life i never have to include you into my thoughts in my life and my anything you never, I never ever am required in any capacity to allow you any, any access to my life at all. However, understanding that, that they're like, that they're, um, the trauma they caused you is coming from the trauma they experienced. Can give you a perspective that will open up a new pathway for your healing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't change their behavior. Doesn't right. Doesn't, doesn't um, justify their behavior yes. in any capacity at all. You can still hold them in a place of danger. That I, I don't like. They're my abuser. I don't. That's that's where they exist. But it can open up an access to a place of healing that you didn't know was available. Yeah. And it yeah. can it can give you empathy. That you didn't have access to, that you can use for yourself. You can you can sympathize, you can empathize with yourself and that past person. Um, that I'm I'm experiencing that that very much. So now where I'm, you know, changing how I like view my father, who's responsible for a lot of my trauma. I'm understanding now that he's like. The abuse he caused me were were trauma symptom responses from the abuse he experienced. Yeah, that doesn't justify his behavior, but it I understand where he's coming from, and it can help. It it has it is helping me to learn more about my trauma and how I can change and alter that, and and stop the cycles of abuse and stop the the, the um, generational trauma.
0: Exactly, and that's I think what what my goal in life or what my motive is in the language that I use, bringing back to language or like what I'm living now, like how I am living now. It's not that I'm going to put a stop to all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's that I am, it's, I mean, the phrase that's coming to mind is just that the buck stops here. I am yes, not, Absolutely. I am not going to allow the behaviors and the unprocessed trauma to snowball anymore and i think there's even a lot that i won't be able to unpack from yeah. even just from myself like my own traumas from the ancestral trauma i think there is so much war trauma that we just have not even touched on yeah and that's such a deep dark
1: vessel like v- v- um v- v- that v- like yeah, like that, like like unending container. I
0: think the word I'm thinking of is vast. Anyway, oh, vast. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's a vast. It's just a, a description of like how a, fat, a large container, a vast vat. <laughs> 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 it like war is such a deep thing that I mean, take your pick on the culture, on the time. I don't think any of it has really been processed personally. And that alone, I don't think that we necessarily have to heal every single trauma, but that we are interrupting, that we are essentially like throwing off the cycle. Maybe mm-hmm. not like completely stopping it or like, I don't even know. Slowing it, holding it back a little bit. Yeah, just a like dam
1: that will hold for a little while.
0: Just. It's the transition of energy, like where it was once so heavy and where it was once picking up steam and picking up trauma and collecting and like carrying more and more and more and getting hang angrier and heavier Angry. as we go along. Angrier, <laughs> it is now like. Getting disrupted, and like there are rocks that are now like loosening what has been packed around and around and around. Like it is now getting dislodged, and there is a lightning, there is a loosening, a shedding, if you will, of what has been kept held on to for so fucking long.
1: Just like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Escalated, pro pro, 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 progressive, pro. I can't think of a word, but, like, continued. Like, it's been given Belonged? to the next person, given to the, like, continue to pass on. But I know yeah. what you're trying to say. Yeah. We're well, yeah, there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Time for yeah. a break. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> the dog days are never over. <laughs> the dog days are now.
1: You can relax now. Well, the dog days are not good days. Do you know what the meaning of that is?
0: No clue. I thought dog days is like lazing around, you know?
1: (laughs) No. No. That's not what dog days are. Well, then maybe they
0: are over. Don't listen to me.
1: The dog days are over me. Like, the dog days is not a good time. It's a time of, like, I can't remember exactly what the reference is. I've looked it up a couple times. I just have a really bad memory. Uh, That's okay. Anyway. the dog days signify bad times, not good times. So the dog days are over means that you're moving on to better times.
0: Well, then...
1: The dog dates are open. Don't fucking listen to me. <laughs> listen to Florence and the Machines. She knows more. Always listen to Florence and the Machines. <sighs> oh, <God. laughs> always, always, always listen to them. Always. So at this point of the show, we normally do a deep dive or a tarot card reading. Most often it's a tarot card reading because we like to elaborate on thoughts or like to leave you with a nice, cool thought from a tarot card. Yeah. So we're going to do that. I've been shuffling them really good. I'm going to split the deck. And then we're going to...
0: And away we go. Here
1: we go. It is the Eight of Pentacles. Oh, the pentacles are fun. Ew. I like the pentacles.
0: Fun little pentacles. I have to
1: get my book out because I can't remember anything. I'm getting more familiar with the cards, but not familiar enough.
0: Honestly, I don't know. Even the people that are like, ooh, this card is this, DDD. I'm like...
1: Well, every are you so, sure? So every deck is different because the artwork is different, and so people interpret. Like, I just got a new deck from a friend of mine. I think I showed it to you last time you were on the one with the. I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the artwork is like part of the interpretation of the card, and it's really beautiful and unique. And so, yeah, and what I start doing when I do hero card readings for people is laying out all my decks and letting them pick one, mm. and then do the reading from that. That's them. cool. More then, choice. Yeah, and I feel like it's more like which which deck spoke to you, and that's gonna the meaning that's gonna influence the meaning as well. So, Eight of Pentacles, the artwork is the Toltec god, Um, Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl? Yes, thank you. Quetzalcoatl Mm -hmm. or something. Uh, Sometimes appeared as a young man wearing a cloak of Quetzal or Quetzal feathers. Other times he revealed himself in the form of a... Plum a plumed a plumed. <laughs> a plumed serpent. Um in this artwork. Mm. In this artwork, they are a it looks like a person. Cool. A plumed serpent. Um this card can indicate professional progress. Hard work will bring you rewards and satisfaction. Oh. Uh, that's nice. That it's a, is nice. It's a really short one.
0: I mean, and can be interpreted in all sorts of ways. Mm-hmm. What's um? What's the underside one? If you don't oh, mind yeah, me I asking, you do that. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. oh, I love it. I forgot <laughs> you do that. <laughs> I Forgot you do that. That's not how it it did not <laughs> I right. didn't <laughs> take it that way. <laughs> uh, page, it's
1: the page of wands.
0: Oh no! Is that not good? I one don't, one don't one? know. Page? I don't know. I'm scared. Page. Okay. Okay. How I interpret. The, the like, card on top, and then the card is, like, as above, so below, or, like, what is happening on the surface. This is what either you need to be aware of, or, like, some underworkings of, like, the darker forces, or, I don't know, some kind of, like, warning, or
1: something. So the artwork, the ancient Greeks believed that the moon goddess Circe... Had a great palace in the Aegean Sea. Her name is linked with the word circle, making this deity as a fair spinner and weaver of destinies. Uh, Important, powerful forces are affecting the events in your life. Be certain you are on a positive path in order to take advantage of them. Good news is coming about a journey, a move, or a job change. so the hard work will pay off and be certain you're on the right journey cuz goodness is coming for her. I mean yeah. that terribly resonated with me so well, maybe That's this good. card readings for you
0: I think this that underside specific. one was for me I don't know
1: I think so I I mean for me like I love doing these tarot card readings for whoever they're applicable for but for me this could just I could just be making this up whatever but you know what it's my truth so that makes it real Um, I feel like my energy when I do tarot card readings for anybody is usually very, um, it's like, I have, I feel like I have a close energy, a small circle of energy. Mm -hmm. So like if I'm doing a tarot card reading with other people in the room, it's like, I don't like, obviously the environment's going to affect, but like, you know, I feel like my energy is always kind of close Closer
0: in, closer in. Which I, I I feel like the the ability to hone in, or like even to hold space and do a reading for someone else is um, I don't know to be a vessel. I don't know to be I don't know to be a vessel is a cool mission. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that
1: sounded so religious. Oh I'm my gonna god. I'm going to that down.
0: <laughs> okay, but that's a deep dive. Okay, let me take like 40 seconds okay. and just like deep dive like, onto
1: this. <laughs> we've
0: got like 10 minutes.
1: Okay, you've got time, deep dive.
0: The whole like that sounded so religious. Yes, it is religious because they have taken this language yes. and made that meaning into something yep. that is not. And and that's that's something that I didn't really get to like explain a lot of is that like reclaiming of language or yeah. that reclaiming of ritual because they have a lot of symbolism in numbers mm-hmm. in Mormonism like okay. three and seven and like three and seven are good numbers there are sacred numbers that's like I don't know the trinity is three there's like the quorum of the seven. Twelve is another one. Thirteen is also another one he's like very Six. like was... sorry go ahead Uh, I don't know like every culture has their own symbolic numbers but that whole like you can put meaning into whatever whatever you want and and that is where I've been finding is like I am putting intentional different meaning into the Mm -hmm. language and the rituals that I am participating in and it's gonna look so different in even a day from now but that's like again I don't know were we saying this on mic, off mic, but that, like, idea of permanence. Oh, yeah. It, that it is safe. It, I think that was on
1: mic. I think it was. <laughs> Memory it is such a funny together. thing. <laughs> Time is also a funny thing. Um, also, Yeah, That uh, on that point, like, I have to remind myself a lot of times that religion didn't create language. So they can say exactly. whatever, like, they can have their, you know, idioms and saying and, th- like, you know, like, this is, but... Like they didn't create those words, they don't have control over them, you like they don't have power over them anymore. You can use them for like you can you don't have to avoid them. You can reclaim yeah, them.
0: Exactly. And and for me, my my spiritual source comes back to nature. And if we're just talking about numbers, which is an easy thing to grab onto, religion takes on to those numbers, but in nature there is a mathematical, I mean the, the spiral, like the natural yes. Fibonacci sequence, maybe is what know. that is. Whatever the natural spiral, sure. it's like a mathematical equation that's like quote unquote quote unquote perfect math. Oh, okay. Um, that existed way before we could even call it math. Yep. Like these things that we're talking about existed so much earlier than even talking. Yes. And so like oh my God. My my source. I'm going back to the source, which is this planet. It's the mm-hmm. it's the Earth. That's for me. That's Same. my me too. I feel that way. And and I don't think that includes gender. I don't think that includes <gasps> right or wrong. I don't think that includes even truth. I mean, I don't know. It's I, I don't think those things are necessarily important to the Earth.
1: I while you were talking. I- had a thought that is just a, a common, a common, like r- a common reality, but I forget it often. Is that for toxic religions, most of the time, like your religion, not spirituality, if you're struggling with it, feeling with your religion feeling just all encompassing or whatever, just remind yourself that your religion had a starting point, it was created by someone who like who did not exist at the beginning of this planet. Your religion, as everything else in your world at this point, was created, which means it is not infallible. It's not eternal. It's it's not not even
0: truth. Like really, it is not even it's not even a lowercase T truth. uh, let alone a capital T Exactly, true. And I, 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 I mean, maybe this is the thread of this episode is like, find the source of who yeah, is talking like to you. Like who, who is talking that to, to you? you?
1: Who told you that? That's Yes. What it was. Who told you that?
0: Yes. That should be the name of this episode. Who told you that? Who told you that? <laughs> that? I, you know what? Fine. Done.
1: <laughs> episode s- s- 19, 20. Speaking
0: of which, there are a lot of episodes that you can find. Yeah on our instagram nope on our
1: uh, well you can you can link them to the instagram here we go i think i (laughs) I need to make a link tree i keep no i did maybe you know what this is an option. here we go so Uh, the instagram instagram (laughs) yes we have all of our episodes are um turned into uh they're recorded and then i edit um down the 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 ads and the, the music and i make a podcast out of it and they are uploaded to google um Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. It's our turn. Queers and Cults. Um, Emerson and I are. We record twice a month, so each um, time that we record is separated into two 45 minute episodes. Now, mm-hmm. so you'll there will be an episode every up, uploaded every week. And didn't get one this week because I ran out of material, and I'm sorry.
0: Hey, be patient. Uh, we're human, exactly. <laughs> but
1: from this point on, there will be an episode. I think we're like at eighteen episodes, nineteen episodes. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. It's, um, uh and you can wow. go you can follow us on Instagram it's our turn pod all lowercase no spaces or anything it's our turn pod you can email us at it's our turn pod at gmail.com with if you have questions, comments, if you want to be a guest, where I'm going to be. S- so, since Emerson and I will only be um, here uh, the second and fourth for the live show, the second and fourth, generally, <laughs> generally, um, everything <laughs> Flexibly. is flexible. <subject> <laughs> a good friend of mine, I, episode ten, I think it is, Tony Reed. Um, they, the, they were a guest on the show, episode ten. They are going to start joining me for the third Saturday of every month. Hell yeah. Yeah, so those will. So, a more s- frequent occurrence. Mm-hmm. We'll get more of yep. a story from, from Mr. It's, Tony. Oh, yeah, and then I'm hoping for the first Saturday of every month to have rotating guests. I've got a lot of friends and, and family and stuff from. Something I'm really actually excited about is I'm going, I'm going, I have a couple of friends who are still in church who are really wonderful, lovely people who kind of exhibit what, like, I think Christianity, quote unquote, sh- is supposed to be. Mm Interesting. I would. L- I'm going to like. I would love. I'm going to s- invite them on to come and talk and like. I would love to be present for that. Oh yeah, it's if true. you're into it. Oh, of course, absolutely. I don't know. Maybe I um, shouldn't be. <laughs> no, I, there's one. There's this one lady in particular who's absolutely one of the most amazing people, um, um, I have ever met and they're a Christian woman, and they love Jesus, but they also love people. People are more important than That's religion. Great. Yeah, they're fucking
0: That's fantastic. great. So yeah, the, mm. l- keep your eyes out. We're going to be a having of more, stuff, of, yeah. a, a lot more varied content, and more guests, mm-hmm. and... Just more things to more say things. that you can listen to yeah, if you exactly. want to,
1: <laughs> and and what these other extra episodes are going to kind of probably be like bonus episodes. So there's going to be even actually technically more comment content now. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about that. So follow us. Um, yeah, and uh, be back next Subscri- week.